0: This is Entrepreneurs Only. If you own a business, you're in the right place. This is where we study and solve all that bullshit that comes with being your own boss so that you can finally grow your business. Let's get to work. Welcome entrepreneurs to this week's episode. As you know, we are in the middle of a series about conversations with clients. I'm so excited about this. You guys know I haven't had guests for the first year of my podcast and now I'm diving in and having so many guests, which I'm loving. We're chatting with real clients about what it's really like to take this work and do it, show up and struggle in your business. I know it's not easy and knowledge is so great. I'm glad you listened to my podcast, but my clients execute and that's what makes all the difference. Today, I want to introduce you to the queen of style and confidence, Judith Catan. Judith and I are good friends, and I've had the pleasure of helping her grow her business uh, over the last year. She is the designer of a more styled life. She runs a podcast. She's a successful coach and she is a practicing attorney and currently enrolled in master coach training. Which, if you don't know, it is no joke to become a master coach. Forget about a practicing attorney, and forget about running a coaching business, but also enrolling in master coach training. There is obviously so much we can learn from her, and I want to highlight her business, but I also want you to know you need what she sells. I don't care who you are, you need what she sells, and you have to listen to this episode to really understand that. Now, you all may think style, really, Dave? But listen to this episode, and you'll see how it's not only beneficial, but I truly believe it's necessary for almost every entrepreneur. So with all that said, welcome Judith.
1: I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Oh, we're excited to have you. Quite the intro. Damn. Thank you. Yeah. We love (laughs) our
0: intros. We really love to pump people up because I mean, that's what, that's what you deserve. And I love having guests that I've worked with and that's the benefit of having the guests I've had. I've worked with them. I get to know them so I can create this amazing intro that can really work for people. Um, Tell us a little bit about your business itself. Who do you serve and what do you deliver?
1: So I coach lady bosses and I teach them how to love and dress the body they are in so that they can go do their work in the world, just showing up ready to conquer and slay, like bringing that energy to the work that they do. So I deliver that through my uh, one-on-one eight-week program, Style Masterclass.
0: Awesome. Now, Style Masterclass, tell us a little bit about that because it is, you make it sound so simple and working with you and seeing the (laughs) program and seeing the ins and outs of how you create it. I know it is packed with value over the eight weeks. And I want to know a little bit more about Style Masterclass as a program. What are you you actually giving people?
1: It's, I mean, it sounds so cliche almost to say like a complete transformation, but for realsies, it's a total transformation. Like you come in and yeah, we clean out your closet, like your actual physical closet, but we also clean out your old janky thoughts about yourself. And then we look around in your life and just the same principle applies. Like what's not working in your closet? What habits have you picked up there? And then where else are you showing up sort of janky, half-dressed, and distracted. And usually everyone (laughs) will find out like, oh, I'm also doing this in my business. Oh, I'm also doing this at work. Oh, I'm also doing this in my financial life. So I use, I like to think of clothes and style sort of as a conduit to someone's heart and mind. Like what's going on for them? How are they showing up in the world? And if I can show them how they're doing that with what they're wearing, I can show them how they're doing that everywhere else in their life. And that's how we get the big, like, meta transformation. We start small. We have them sort of wrap their arms around the idea of, oh, I can change. I can do this differently. I can show up differently. Well, let's go. Where else can I apply it? And then it's yeah. like this momentum happens, and they're looking around, and they're never the same. You, you just can't be the same after going through you know, even the first few weeks of style masterclass, I call them awareness week. Yeah. Like that shit's life changing. You take a picture of yourself every day and really look at yourself objectively. Your your brain won't ever be the same. It like has to recalibrate how it sees you. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Like, oh, get me all hyped up.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's so cool because I've seen like, you know, if you were to look at a before and after picture of a client like yours, it's not your typical before and after of like, look, they've lost 40 pounds. Look, they have changed everything about themselves or they their, their jawline is different or their waist is different. Those are the before and afters you typically see on social media around fitness and weight loss. The before and after, you know, picture I have of your client is so unique, but way more um, inspirational than I think any weight loss photo I've seen because it's the same person in the same body, with the same facial features, with everything, but they are styled. And that is a complete transformation. Like the look in their eyes, the the look on their face, the way they're standing, the way they're holding themselves, the way that they show up in a photo, in a before and after working with you is absolutely incredible. I love that. And you've touched on it, but everyone knows one of the things I am very passionate about this how you do one thing is how you do everything. There is no way you are successful in one area of your life and the rest of your life you just leave alone like you can't be really you know successful financially in your business but your personal bank accounts are crap or you have no savings or you're running your life on debt. Like there's no way that stuff works. It's the same as, you know, you can't be great at just one area and ignore the rest. I find style One of this is what attracted me to, you know, first learn about what you did when we, you know, got to know each other at the beginning. But I find style is one of the easiest conduits. You use that word conduit. One of the easiest conduits into people because it is it is physical. It is something that you can just get a hold of. It's something that you can change instantly on someone. You could take someone into a dressing room and instantly change who they are. There doesn't have to be a long transformation. There doesn't have to be a bunch of cardio and fitness and diets and weight loss and all these things to happen. You can just make that difference in someone almost immediately if they desire it, right?
1: Oh, totally. I mean, I remember one of the first, like, and I don't mean to put you on blast, but I totally will. I remember one of the first, like, conversations we had yeah. at the writing retreat about what I do. I was talking about cleaning out your undies drawer. Yeah. Yeah and like cleaning out your janky ass undies, and you had lost a tremendous amount of weight, and you yeah. were like, no, dudes need to hear this too, right? <laughs> yes. Like, I mean, it's, it's like hyperbolic, and maybe a little tongue-in-cheek to be like, clean out your undies drawer, but really like, look at your life and find out what's not serving you, and start yeah. to systematically get rid of it. That's yeah. the principle, right? Yeah. But if I can give you a transformation as quick as put on some underwear that fits you, yeah. And now you're not distracted by something that doesn't fit you, that doesn't work for you. Yeah. And your brain is freed up to go do some other amazing epic shit. Yeah. Like now you're on your way. And it's yeah. like just the little tweaks, those things that seem so insignificant that add up over time. I mean, that's like, you build the rapport with yourself. You build the momentum. Yeah. Like you say that train is leaving the station, right? It's yeah. like, it starts in small ways and then it builds and if I can convince you to just, you know, clean out your undies drawer, then we're on our way. We are on our way.
0: <laughs> and it's so funny, but if you are if you're not seeing the connection, I'm going to give it to you as simply as I possibly can. If you change the way you look, you will immediately change the way you feel. And if you change the way you feel, you will change the actions that you take. And if you change the actions that you take, you will have more success in every area of your life. And it all came from changing the way you look. And I'm not talking about, like I said, major transformations. These are major transformations, but they don't take six or 12 months to achieve. You can achieve them. There's a reason. I mean, working with Judas for the year, I can tell you, there's a reason it's an eight-week course. Of course, she could have made this a six-month course, a year-long course. She could have done that. What's so attractive about what she does is she can make a major shift in your life in eight weeks' time. And to be honest, the major shift comes, like you said, the awareness week, right? The major shift comes up front, and then you spend the rest of the week solidifying that shift and really owning and changing and doing what you need to do for them. And that is no joke. So when you go, style, Dave, really? Like, that's what you're talking about today? Yes. Not because I'm concerned about style, because I know the value of style. I have, trust me, and I've had conversations with Judas about this. I have shown up to coaching calls in a t-shirt and some sweatpants, and I can tell you I could watch that coaching call early in my coaching career, not today, but I can watch that coaching call, and I can see how I show up as a coach when I'm dressed like that, when I'm not putting the effort in. The difference being, picture this, you get up, you shower, you take care of yourself, you groom what you need to groom, you get yourself dressed appropriately. You look great. You feel great. You're walking around standing taller with a higher level set of confidence. When you show up, I don't care if it's on camera or in person, you are going to show up at a higher level. And that's where the value in it is for you, for everybody that needs to work with you.
1: Well, and here, here's the way I put it because my my really cerebral clients who are like trying to operate as if they're a brain without a body, yes. they're like, no, no, the value is in my brain. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. But let me ask you this. <laughs> when you imagine achieving your goals and you reach that million-dollar mark or that 100K mark, how are you dressed? Yeah no one has ever told me, oh yeah, I was in my jammies. I was in those holy ass sweatpants, that t-shirt with the hole in the armpit. Yeah. That's how I showed up in my imagination to kick my goals ass. No, like people are dressed ready to slay. Like when they imagine having achieved a goal, no one imagines achieving a goal dressed in their janky sweatpants. Like, so there's that number one, number two, I always ask that this is another question I ask if they're super cerebral is to ask someone, when was the last time you felt confident? How were you dressed? Yeah. And again, no one ever says, <laughs> oh, I was dressed in that thing with the stains or it was smelly or, you know, yeah. I rolled out of bed and that's how I showed up. No. Like there was a whole ritual and routine that signaled to their brain. It's time to go conquer. Yeah. And that's, that's why it's so important To dress the part, yes, but it's also to show up ready to like really be in the role of a lifetime. Yeah,
0: the role of a lifetime. And you
1: can't do that, dress in your janky ass clothes. I don't care who you are. No,
0: no big breakthrough (laughs) comes when you dress like that, right? And this is where people don't see the connection. Style, like people may think style or a stylist is indulgent. It's something that they'll pay for one day or when they have more money or when they have found so-called success. What do you say to those people? Because I hear it all the time, not just from the work you and I do together in building your business, but even in just talking to people about this. They The style is this indulgent thing. It says one day when I get to this level, I'll hire a stylist or I'll hire Judas. So many people want to hire you. One day they are going to. Why is that bullshit?
1: It's such bullshit because if you get into the habit of telling yourself... When I do X, then I will start to invest in myself. Mm -hmm. You literally hold your future hostage. Yes. It's such a disservice to yourself, to your brand, to your clients, like to tell yourself, oh, when I reach this pinnacle, then I will finally start dressing like like I just rolled out of bed. Like, it's so, it's so interesting to me that that would even, I mean, these are people who are dreamers, who are doers, who are planners, yeah. but for some reason they've gotten to their mind that this is silly. Yes. This is indulgent. This is sort of the afterthought. And it's like, no, this is the first thought. This is the first chain of events. Yes. Because if we can get you to stop holding your future hostage and we can get you to invest now and show up now, what does that go free you up to do? If your to-do list is comprised of, if, when, then I will, you never actually hit up your to-do list. There's always some contingency, always some caveat that you create. And this is a bad habit that a lot of business owners have. As opposed to saying, I'm going to make it work now. I'm going to show up like a boss now. Let's go. Yes. And then taking action from that place. They expect somehow that – by osmosis, when they reach this place, then they'll feel good enough to go do the thing. And what I'm saying is let's reverse engineer this. Let's get you feeling good enough and then you'll go do the thing.
0: Yes. Because that's
1: literally how it works.
0: Preach. I love it. Okay. Is, all right. <laughs> I won't get you too wound up. I know where you could go. but let's, I know. I
1: know. All right. I'll tone it back. Bring it back. Bring no, it I back.
0: love it. But this is, this is. I mean, let's have the chicken and egg conversation because this is where people get really lost. They think style comes after success. Success comes first, then comes style. Okay, let me tell you something. Style comes first. Look at the alphabet. Style comes before success in the alphabet. (laughs) It does in life too. First, you get your style nailed down. Then your style makes you feel better. You feel more confident. You show up in a different way. You achieve success faster. That's the way this stuff works. And people think That it's this whole, let me hit success, and then let me look at things that I have to invest in once I'm successful. That's a stylist, and that's this, and that's that. That's a coach, right? So many people even come to me, and they're like, no, no, when I hit this level, I'm going to hire you. And I'm like, if you hire me now, we'll hit that level 10 times faster. Like, it's not about waiting till you hit a certain level to do these things. Sometimes you have to do them now. That is blind faith. Working with you is faith that style will equal success, And you should have that faith because we've seen it tested out and we've seen it proven time and time again. Now, not only are you an amazing coach, and I love talking about your business and your coaching, but you're a practicing attorney, you're a partner in a law firm, you are currently enrolled in master coach training. And this is why I thought it besides your business, it's so valuable to talk to you right now about all the things going on. How can you possibly do all of that?
1: Well, first it's not like and I think there's this like mythos that like maybe I run around like really glammed up and everything's perfect and like bluebirds <laughs> bring me like treats in the morning. When I-, <laughs> I mean it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's careful planning, it's adhering to a schedule. It I mean, there are logistics that happen behind the scenes to make the front end look so smooth. Yep. And there are moments, and you've you've coached me through them, like texting you in the middle of the night, and you know Pacific Standard Time, so it's like three o'clock in the morning your time, and like I'm having a moment, I'm on struggle (laughs) bus. (laughs) Come talk sense to me, please. Like, yeah, I have my moments too. This is this is not all rainbows and daisies. It's super rewarding, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Yes, but it it's also it's work.
0: So you heard it. It's not perfect. It's not easy. It's not smooth. You can do all the things, but you have to be willing to accept that you are going to sit some of the time on the struggle bus. You are going to have to face some hard realities when you want to so-called do it all. Now, Judith's job uh, as an attorney, her master coach training and being a coach, those are her three things. Every single person has their own set of three things that they call doing it all. That can be raising a family, um, building a business, and you know, volunteering in your church. Those can be three things that some of my other clients experience, for instance. But everyone has their own version of doing it all. And what you need to know is, just because Judah's version of doing it all isn't yours doesn't mean it's any different. It will not be perfect, but it is possible. What do you think the hardest thing has been about growing your coaching business so far.
1: Oh, my own belief in my business—like it's so fascinating. Because if you had asked me a year ago, I would tell you I believed in my business. Yeah. But after coaching with you, <laughs> and after being in master coach training, it was like, oh, oh, boo boo, no, you got you got work to do. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's just. And it it's not believing like, like I used to think that belief was somehow an arrival place. Like once I believed then I would believe for all time. Yes. And it's more like you believe and you're cool and you're f- like flying free and I'm in my place. I'm in my energy. I'm doing my thing. And then suddenly the next day, it's like, it feels like it disappeared on me. Yeah. And then I have to work at it again. And it's more ebb and flow and recognizing that it comes and goes sometimes And you have to work at producing the belief for yourself as opposed to thinking it's like this sort of one and done arrival place because it's not. And that is probably the biggest lesson I've had over this year. Yeah. For sure.
0: People we call it superficial belief. People have walk around with this belief and they're like, Oh yeah, I believe I believe in my business, and we all know what you're really saying is do you believe in yourself? Because you are your business. So you walk around this superficial belief, like, yeah, I believe in myself, all this and that. The first set of turmoil, the first level of discomfort comes, and all your belief goes away. That's superficial belief. That's not deep-rooted. There are no roots to that belief. And that's when you know when Judah talks about going into Master Coach training, this is why I say it's no joke. Master Coach training is built to basically rip you apart and rebuild you stronger, more rooted. And the things that are anything that is superficial has to go away and become real. And so, you know, in the coaching with me, we do the very similar thing. We find out where do you think you're okay, but where are you really not okay? And let's rebuild that to a better system. And superficial belief is one of those. And, you know, the other, the only way I can really explain it to people is looking at religion, right? Right. There are a lot of people who walk around and they say, you know, in whatever religion they're in, I believe in God. Okay. They walk around and they're like, yeah, I believe in God. You know, I don't go to church or maybe I don't do this, but I believe in God. And then the first bad thing happens in their life. And immediately they're like, there is no God. There's no way this wouldn't have happened. This wouldn't have happened. And they have a superficial religious belief when, when they are not 100% dove into that belief. And that's the same for entrepreneurs. You have to have that level of belief where no matter what happens, you're willing to face it, move on and grow from it, not indulge in, oh, I guess this was bullshit. I can't do this. I'll never figure this out and all those things. Now, will you experience those and have you, Judith, experienced those? Absolutely. In you know the time together and before that, and I'm sure after that, you are going to experience those moments of disbelief and shaken faith. But you are doing the work to come back strong and let those be literally moments
1: not days
0: or weeks or months, right? It's okay to have a bad moment. Everyone, you have to know moments are okay. Having a bad moment is okay. Having a bad week, month, or year, that's not okay.
1: And what's interesting too, and the flip side of this is not only believing when things go awry, but also believing that it's not a fluke when it goes well. Yeah, Which I think has also been like sort of the other side of my work is because so much has gone well. And I had a trim, I was tremendously blessed last year and this year started out amazing. And now the belief work has transformed to, okay, when, when shit goes down, yeah, I got my own back, but when, when it goes well, do I believe I can continue? And it's not a fluke. And that I think is where the next sort of evolution of my work is. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that same thing.
0: I remember when I got my hundred K award, and I know we, um, We had a couple of meals at that event where I got my award. Like we went out to lunch one day because we did the writer's retreat uh, or we were doing the writer's retreat coming up and things like that. Um, And I remember, and I think we were talking about it, but um, I had this belief that I made my hundred K by luck. Like I was lucky enough to get clients. People just came to me. I really didn't do anything to get them. They just showed up and I would charge them. And all of a sudden I made $160,000 in that year. And it was through a lot of conversations that I had with people because that was my story. Anytime someone's like, oh, congratulations. I'm like, oh, they're like, how do you do it? I'm like, oh, it's all been luck and this. And so many people would tell me, they're like, it's not luck. Like we watch you, we see what you do. It's not luck. You are doing certain things that are bringing those clients. And that shift for me of it not being luck, not being a fluke of me actually understanding I did have a system to build my business is why I went from 180 to a million dollars because I I. I stopped indulging in, oh, this isn't real. This I don't have belief that this is going to continue. This was just a fluke. It's going to stop. Every client I took in that first 100K year, I thought was like my last client. I'm like, okay, now that's it. Like there's nobody else who will come because I'm not doing anything to get them. And the next person would come and i will be like, okay, that was nice. That was super lucky. But that's the last time it's going to hit. And it's just like, no, that's not true. You have to stop. As much as, like you said, you have to stop blaming everything else, you have to stop blaming luck for your success as well. Because it's not. Yeah. I don't, I would never walk around saying that you've been lucky, but I will walk around saying that you have been successful. Because you have done so much work over this time period to truly hit those levels of success. Those, the difference in you from when you, you know, in every stage that you've been through is incredible. And that's why I love Highlighting someone who has shown up, someone who has done the work, someone who has still had trouble and continued to do the work regardless of that, because it's so important for other people to see what is possible. If you were to give any piece of advice to an entrepreneur listening to this, what would you tell them?
1: I mean, really, <laughs> like there's so much. My brain was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, but I won't. I won't get on my soapbox again. Um, really. You can take ton of action, but you, you really have to work on the belief. As I was all up in my action line all the time doing all the things, but never really believing fully that it was going to work. Yeah. So the belief component, and we I mean, we all say that it sounds so nice and sort of pat, but really truly when you wrap your brain around that and your arms around it, that that's the game changer right
0: yeah. there. And that's a huge benefit of coaching. Like It's hard to change your belief just by waking up one day and saying, I'm going to believe something different, but in having constructed conversations and having someone be able to give you feedback along the way of what you're really doing, of what's really happening when you're thinking and doing these things is so important. And I can tell you firsthand, yes, Judith is the queen of style and confidence. I believe that hundred percent, but she's also a coach. And don't forget that, that it's not just going to be about what you wear it's also going to be a lot of mindset work in the eight weeks that you work with her and beyond, because I think there are very few clients who only work with you for eight weeks. They may come in for eight weeks, but you have some long-term clients who stick around to do the masterclass work in so many other areas of their life.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think I just recently had five clients <laughs> resign. Yeah. yeah, most of I I get re-ups because once, we're, once we get through the style work, it's like, okay, what's next? Where next? Where next? And it's super exciting to see them start to apply (laughs) the work just all over the place. Yeah.
0: Okay. So there are tons of people out there who are like, okay, Dave, I get it. You said I need it. Now I know I need it. I want it. Tell people where they can find you.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I have a podcast. It's called Style Masterclass. And you can learn more about Style Masterclass by going to my website. It's judithgatan.com. And then you just click the work with me button and find out more.
0: Awesome. And on social media, how do they find you?
1: Judas Gatan is my handle on Instagram, and that's where I spend most of my time.
0: Beautiful. So we'll have all that information in the show notes. So You can hit show notes and you can go and find her and link to her. I am telling you this is work you need, but also go follow her because her story and what she's doing is incredible. When you see her showing up on social media, when you see her putting the work out in the world and serving her clients, it is something that you should be learning from aside from being coached from her. So thank you so much, Judith, for showing up and doing this with me. I really appreciate it. Thank
1: you. This yep. is so much fun. <laughs>
0: um, and I uh, you know we'd love to have you back anytime, especially as you start growing your business and we can talk to people about the next level and all the things you do. So we'll definitely have you back at some point.
1: Okay, cool. It sounds like a plan.
0: All right. So thank you everybody for listening. Go check out Judith's stuff. We will continue our conversations with clients. I love this series. It's going really well. And coming up, you will also hear in future episodes very shortly about a really cool thing that we're about to launch in March. So make sure you're tuned in, make sure you're subscribed and listening, and I will see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review this podcast. It helps me out and spreads the word to other badass business owners. If you want more from me, check me out online, www.davemoreno.ca. Remember that's .ca. That's it. The fun's over. Go get to work. Grow that business.